With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You had some bad injuries as well with the knees. How are they now? WD-40 every morning. (laughs) (laughs) I bite into that and I can say that I became... English. Who were you closest to? Who did you spend time away from the, the training pitch with? It was more Abu Dhabi from Arsenal, to be honest, <laughs> mate. Cool. Hello, everyone. Here we are for another episode of Off the Shelf with me, Michael Dawson, and my co host, Paul Miles. How are you, mate? All good, Dawson. Thank you very much. All the better. I feel like there's a light has come into the studio with our old mate. He's our old our mate. Our old mate is coming here, one of the great characters over the last few years who had a couple of spells here. And uh, he really, he, he, he always, Eunice, he was always so chilled out. And yet on a match day, he was proper into it, wasn't he? He, was, he had that two sides to his character. We all love him. I've given it away who it was now. Doors, go on, you introduce him. Eunice Kabul, it's great to have you. Partner you of mine, much. friend of mine, yeah. teammate. Many memories together, mate. Thanks to you. Thank you, Doors. Thank you, Mousy, for the invite. Thank you very much. Uh, and that is true about you, isn't it? The most relaxed guy off the pitch. A little and bit, yes. Put him on the pitch and there's fire there. A little bit, yeah. But thanks for the invite again. It's uh, lovely to see when you, my friend. Obviously, I got the shout about the invite. I didn't think twice. Uh, I said yes straight away because I know you two really well. Uh, Doors, a, b- a bit more, obviously. And I couldn't turn it down. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank you. Good memories, but we're going to take you back. We're going to take you back to growing up. Tell, tell us about, you know, what life was like back. And you grew up near the Alps, right? Correct. Correct, yes. So I'm from uh, near Geneva, right on the border on the French side. Uh, born there. Uh, mom, dad, uh, three older sisters. Um, really good. Um, I had a happy um, life when, uh, when I was back home. And, uh, and then I left when I was uh, 13 years old to go to, uh, to Auxerre, to an academy. But yeah, going back to where I'm from, um, very healthy place, uh, surrounded by mountains, a uh, lot of snow in the winter, in the summer, a lot of lakes uh, you can enjoy there. Doors, we went there. 
went very near there in pre-season, didn't we, in, okay. in 2006? Okay. Remember? I do remember, uh, and I drink the water. Evian? Evian. Evian. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just, but, I'm just, but yes. you were right. I mean, what it must have been like to, it was so clean, wasn't it? What a, what a place to grow yes, up. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. But ultimately, when you're from there, you don't really realise. Mm. But it's only when I left there, so when I came in London, and now when I'm going back there, I realise how lucky I was growing up there uh, because everything's healthy. Mm. The water. Um, the food, everything. So I think that's a, that's why probably I've grown up so quickly. I think that's <laughs> it. I think that's everything in life, Eunice. You, yeah. you you talk about your upbringing. We talk about the facilities we're in today. Yes. I mean, look when we train. You appreciate. It yes. takes time to step away and to come Definitely. back, and then you appreciate exactly what, yeah, what you have. Correct. Let's look back to your younger days when you were at school. Did you yeah. enjoy it? Yes, really enjoyed it. Uh, I was not the best at school, to be honest, but. Um, I like the obviously the camaraderie with uh, with my friends. Um, again, I was not the best, but I was really respectful towards the teachers. Um, they knew that I was not quite interesting, but um, they were supporting me. Uh, they wanted my best. They knew that football was always in my head. Um, they were sometimes going, "You need to do a bit more in school because." You might not be a footballer, which obviously I knew, but um, yeah, I was doing my best. I was doing my best. But you said you love football, but you played tennis as well. Yes, correct. Yes, yeah. Very good. Very good standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like you. <laughs> a bit <laughs> like you. Mine was, mine was cricket, yeah. <laughs> not tennis. <laughs> so tennis that came from my uncle, my um, yeah, the brother of uh, my dad. He was a tennis teacher, uh, and some days we were just playing. And he teach me a lot of things. And he said to me, you, you're actually good. So he subscribed me to a club. So I went there and yeah, I was playing competition uh, near where I live in France. I was winning competition. And then things became a bit more serious mm -hmm. and football also became a bit more ser uh, serious. So I had to make a choice. Obviously, at the time, tennis was more expensive. You need all the gears, you need mm. the rackets, you need the, the shoes, you, you need a lot. So obviously, we, my parents didn't have the money to provide me all that. So obviously, the, the option was, uh, was football, and I was really happy with Could that. you have made a tennis player? Yes, probably. Yeah? Wow. Probably. I, obviously, we'll never know. Not yet. What age are we talking about here? We're talking about uh, 12, 13. Yeah. Yes, wow. we're talking, yeah. So I've started when I was uh, nine, all the way up to 13, yeah. Uh, reason why is because I would have good support with my uncle. He was really good, yeah. really good. And um, I, I was enjoying, I was really passionate, as well as football. So I think I would have gone all the way, wow. I think. We'll never know. Never know. When did football start playing a bigger part then? Because you're playing tennis. You obviously were playing football. Yes. But when did that switch? Uh, when I went to the to the academy yeah. for football. So because that must have been a big decision then, right? If you were that, that, you were really good at tennis, and yes. then someone saying, "Come and play football," you've got to make a decision there. Uh, of course, yeah. But for me, I mean, I was not. Um, it was not heartbreak for me because I really loved football. Football was. So always you couldn't lose either way. Yes, yeah. exactly. 
But I think the most difficult uh, decision at the time was my parents letting me go to the, to the academy, yes or no. My dad was yes, because my dad was kind of like, he was real, he was realistic. He was like, basically to my mom, let's face it, he's not the brightest at school. Obviously, yes, he's going to school, he's respecting the teachers, he's not causing any, any problems there. But he's 13, he's got an opportunity now to go to a football academy. Uh, I think we should take it. My mom said no, obviously. Um, so that was a big decision for, for my parents. And, and obviously my dad asked me if I wanted to, but I said, yes, of course, I yeah. want to. And that was Auxerre, Eunice? That was Auxerre. That and was how Auxerre. far was that away from where you that lived? Was, uh, so in kilometres, that was 350 kilometres away, so probably 250 wow, miles then. away, maybe. So you were going to leave home? Correct. So this so was a life decision? Yes, that was a life decision, yes. So, I mean, for me, it was a no-brainer because it was all about football. But still young, though. Young, yes, because the system in France works differently than, uh, than the UK in terms of football academy. Uh, when you're 13, you can join any academy in France for four years. Uh, that means you will only go back home for uh, half terms, basically. Wow. So you will sleep there, you will eat there, you will do your school there. The teachers will come in the training ground to the classes and you will train twice a day, every day. Yes. It's almost like a boarding school. It is, it? yeah. A footballing boarding it, school. It, it's some, some commitment mm -hmm. at that age. I, I would have struggled leaving home at 13 to go and do, like, I dreamt of being a footballer and only play football. Schooling came second. But to do both yeah. a long way from home is, is credit mm. to you. Yes, yeah. Listen, um, obviously, I mean, you've been through that. You've been through, through the academy system. As long as you can go out and play, you're yeah, happy. You're happy you're happy. And, and obviously, you know, the camaraderie with, with all the boys, you know, all the banter. And it was, it was just, a, this is what made me really. Yeah. Yeah, this is what made me, obviously, with the helps of yeah, the coaches. because it can make or break you, can't Correct. it, as a, as a, as a young Correct. person. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And obviously, it was always uh, heartbroken when uh, you build a re relationship with the boys and they're not, they, re they get released, mm -hmm. basically. Uh, so, yeah, you always keep in touch, but um, when you put your foot in that system at 13, you really need to understand that it's a hit or miss. Mm. You can go all the way, but at the same time, you can leave the place after maybe one season. Mm. So you need to be prepared for that. I think that's what probably people don't realise, yeah. oh. the rejection in football. It's the toughest thing, right? Very, it's um, the hard, yes. hardest thing. How, did any of the other group of players that went in at your age go on to have a career in the game? Not a lot, no. not a lot. Reason why I think is um, some some kids at the time just give up, uh, so it, it didn't work out for them. Homesick, homesick. We had that case also. Mm. We had that case where a boy used to come from Brittany, so that's that's a long mm. that's a long way, and um, he he was homesick. So the parents came in, they had a chat with uh, the director there. Um, it was more like, okay, let's give another chance, see how it goes. Um, took the second chance, but no, the no. boy was homesick, and we just said goodbye to him. Um, and but when things like that happen at the time, you realize even more the situation when you're in that system because you're thinking that must be hard for the boy mm. because obviously he wants to stay, yeah. but. 
I mean, he can't take it anymore. Yeah, his emotions. He, yeah. He, exactly. So he has to go back. So it's kind of like, hang there. It, it might be difficult, but hang there. Mm. Because hopefully it will pay off one day. And just, yeah, just uh, keep doing what you do, basically. What was it like going back to your parents when Oxair offered you the contract? Yes. And almost like that decision had been proved right. Um, you're talking when I was uh, when I was first. No, no, when you was, when you actually when oh, you signed, actually signed. Uh, pro. Because that was this big decision that you made as a 13 year old. Yes. In many ways, had to lead to that contract, didn't it? To yes, be, correct. To be yeah. proved right. So yeah. it, it must have been a wonderful moment when you'd signed and gone back to your parents and say, look, it was yeah, worth it. But you tend to think that, that but it wasn't the case. <laughs> oh, right. uh, it wasn't the case. I gave it the big build-up. Nah, yeah, nah, it wasn't the case <laughs> at all. That, nah, yeah, it wasn't the, yeah. In the ideal world, yes. So what, what did happen then? What happened is um, my dad, obviously, my dad was really strict with me, really yeah, strong, yeah, yeah. Be, uh, for, for the good, I would say, because uh, I was quite a lively, uh, I was a lively boy. Yeah. Uh, I was a boy who always needed to be to be put back on track. Um, I was um, sometimes, yeah, just my head was everywhere. Uh, and he said, basically, now the hardest will come. Now you are pro. You will obviously start playing with uh, the professional. You know what's coming, basically. Um, that part is done. Now you start a new journey, yeah. a new chapter, basically. And th there was no time really to enjoy. Um, basically, I mean, those who know that in football... Oh, it moves quickly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. have yeah. no time to, to enjoy the moment, mm. really. And I think it's good because if you start to think, oh, I've done well, you will start to slip on your laurels yeah. a little mm. bit, maybe. So you always need to be on your toes and, and ready for the next thing all the time. So that, that's what happened at the time when I was, uh, when I was 17, yeah, 17, 17, 18. Uh, my dad just said, um, now can you be with the big boys, basically? Yeah, oh wow. Yeah. And then in 2004 you were? Yes. You, uh, you made your debut? Yes, correct, yeah. So um, coming from the academy again, um, pretty much every Wednesday we will do um, an indoor game, the first team against the 18s. Okay. Yeah, every Wednesday. So the first half would be the strong 11, the first team against the best 18s. What, the team that you, yeah. the first team was going to start the weekend would play Correct. against? Correct. Every so, week? Yeah, ev every week. So that, that, was, that was coming from the Gaffer Giru, uh, very, very good uh, manager at the time. And basically he will just prepare his team against the team that he will play on mm. Saturday. So that would be us. And then at halftime, he will rest some of the first team players so they can go in the dressing room and just have their treatments and done. So he would take a few 18s to put them with the first team. And that's what happened to me at the, uh, at the time. Uh, I think the very first time he done that, I scored two. And I, w I was a midfielder, by I the way. I was just about to say, were you centre forward? Or what? No, <laughs> I was a midfielder. I was an attacking, I was an eight attacking midfielder. And, um, and then we had um, the following week, I think it was a UEFA Cup game at uh, PSV Eindhoven. Mm. I was, I think, 17, something like 17 and a half. And he said, uh, I was walking back to the academy. And he said to me, have you got a passport? 
So when he said that, in my head, I was like, no way. I was like, I'm traveling. I said, yes. He said, you in? He said, you, you're coming with us. Love it. How so, did you feel? <sighs> Nervous? Excited? Everything, yes. Everything. Did I, you think you were ready to go into the first team? Because you, did you think, I, I can go and I, I can be as good as these first team players? To be honest, physically, yes. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I had everything to learn. Yeah. I, had, I, I still had everything to learn. And I realised even more that I'm touching. I'm touching the first team now. So, yeah, in, in my head, it was, I, I was like, things are going, you know, are going quite quick yeah. now. And I was just happy. I was just happy. So I went back to the academy. So I said to the boys, I said, yeah. Picked up your boots, see you, lads, I'm off. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so every time, so every time that w when we were going back to the academy, obviously the, the rest of the board would ask, you know, like, how was it, how was yeah. training, you know. How was that player from that first team? And was it good and this and that? How was the gaffer? Was it you know, like hard on you and stuff like that? So I just said, yeah, I'm, I might travel with them next week to, uh, to Eindhoven for the, for the UFA, uh, UFA Cup game. And yeah, I went with them. And played? No, no, I was on the bench. You, you made your debut there, though, no? No, no, I, wasn't, no, I didn't right, come okay. on. 3-0 after 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Losing? Yeah. Right, thank goodness you didn't. You might not play it again. <laughs> it didn't take you long, though, to taste that sweet taste of success. Yes. As a very young man, you're on the Coupe de France. Correct. So what that's was that like? Amazing. So the Coupe de France is the, is the equivalent of the FA Cup here in, uh, in England. Uh, I think I was 18. Eight, yeah, 18 oh, at the time. Young. Uh, again, the guy, I was 18, centre-back, and I was playing centre-back for maybe the last year. So, so you said you played number eight? Correct. And then, like we all do, we gradually go back. <laughs> Centre-forward, midfield. I miss midfield and just that's went straight. Uh, so just to go back on, on that bit, you know, going from attacking midfielder to centre-back. So basically, from 13, when I've joined Auxerre and the academy there, I was, I was an eight. So all the way to 17, I was playing number eight. Um, I was not bad. I, I was could, not I, bad. No, yeah. I was you. not bad. Honestly. I could see you playing there. Yeah. Physically strong, take yeah. the ball, yes. driving yeah. forward. That's it. I, I, I was just... Banging one in. Technique, okay. But I was more like, yeah, taking the ball and drive forward. I was more like, yeah, box to box. And then um, I, w I think it was with the under-17s national team with France. And um, we, we had a game. And I think all the changes were made. And the one of the centre-backs got injured. So the gaffer put me at the back for the rest of the game. And then next game, he put me back as a centre-back. So then I went back to Auxerre. He gave a call to the coaches in Auxerre to say, you must try Younes as a centre-back because he done really well. And then the gaffer there at Auxerre, uh, he said to me, Do you, how was it as a centre-back? I said, yeah, it was fine, just normal. But I, I never thought that he, they would play me there. Yeah. So then they tried me there and I done quite well. And then the gaffer was straight to me. Uh, he was like, if you have to make it, 
professional, for me, it would be as a centre-back and not as, a, as, a, as an eight, basically. I said, yeah, but I like to be an eight. You know, I like to attack. Yeah. I like, yeah. He said, yeah, but would you swap your position to be professional mm -hmm. or you'd rather stay as a number eight and probably play <laughs> in, you know, like championship? Yeah. Or I said, big time. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, there we go. And he was right. He was right. I think he was right, yeah. So then um, I, I learned how to enjoy to be a centre-back. Uh, I wish I was like you from, you know, from <laughs> the beginning. But you used to gallop out, you yeah, I never used to gallop out. You need to be, uh, as a centre-back, especially when you're young, because you've started young too, mm. those, you need to be mature, you need to be calm, and you, you need to do your job. Mm. Don't overdo it. Yeah. And... At the time, I was overdoing. I, I still wanted to take the ball and play, and but as a centre back. Do you think that was because of your positioning as a midfielder, Probably. thinking I've stepped back, but I want to join in, in the game? Correct. That, that's what happened. I was getting, I was getting trapped to the game basically by wanting to play too much. Mm. So I've done a few mistakes, you know, trying to play from the back and then go. But um, like we say, you live and you learn, huh? You learn. Yeah. Especially as a defender, I think uh, you get exactly. better with age, uh, in my opinion. Yes. France under-21s as well at, at this time. Yes. Yeah, again, um, we had a great squad. Uh, uh, before that, we won uh, the European uh, Championship under-19 um, also. So that was a great moment. That was a great uh, academy achievement, I would say, uh, to win that European Championship against England also in the final. Well, that's why I try not to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's when? 2007? Uh, Spurs uh, came calling? Yes, yeah, 2007. How was, how was it? You, you've been in France, you've grew, grew up, you, you've been to Auxerre, and now mm. you think, wow, I'm going to go to Spurs, I'm going to move to London. Correct. So obviously that, that was another massive step. A step that I had no idea where I was going, basically, because this is where I think everything changed for me. Academy in France, great. Starting to play for the French league, great. But I think as a footballer, you don't know anything about football until you put your foot in this league, which is the Premier League. I think that's, that's my belief. And many players, many fo foreign players can tell you that also. Uh, obviously, for you, those that that you don't know anything mm. different than the Premier League mm. because this is where you're born. Mm. This is w this is your place. But for us to come in this league, it's uh, it's a massive step for everything. The culture, obviously, new culture, new language. I couldn't speak English at the time. Uh, I don't know if you you can, you can probably remember. I <laughs> speak a word of English. Um, Everything was going fast here. The life, the football, and it took me a while to understand how important football was for the fans, for the country, basically, and to support the club. So at the time, for me, Tottenham, just so you know, I didn't even know there was a, a rivalry between Tottenham and mm. Arsenal. I didn't even know. It's where... I arrived here that I've been told, yeah, Arsenal, forget about it. It's the enemy. I said, why? 
Nothing red. <laughs> Nothing red. I said, okay. Um, yeah, so he took, me, he took me quite some time to understand that, to understand that you, it's almost like a religion here. And you really need to work your socks off for the club and don't let the people down, basically. Because in France, it, it, it was different. You win or you lose, ah, it's okay, there's always another game. That's fine. That's the mentality. Over here, you lose, that's the end of the world. <laughs> so basically, if you win for a fan, you will make his week. If you lose, you will ruin his week. <laughs> that's true. So, you know, and then I bite into that, and I can say that I became English. I can say it because that I was that man inside me. Yeah, the mentality. Yes, the, yeah. the, yes yeah. the mentality. And I really enjoyed that. And I have to say also when I first came, the boys, like those included, obviously, they, how you know, they, they welcome you into yeah. the team, into the family. Uh, that was really, I was really impressed with that. Uh, they were patient with me, not just with me, with all the, you know, the new signings also, because they, they knew that he takes time. He takes time to adapt. So that was, uh, that was Miles, a great I th moment. I think that's something, now, now obviously I do, I do the media and the punditry, I think that's probably something we don't give enough credit to, to foreign players coming to, to our, our country, mm -hmm. the Premier League, and give them time to settle in. We expect you to step, step off a plane, find a house, settle in your club, Correct. and then perform on Saturday. And when you don't, we start looking around and saying, just spent all this money and they're not performing. Yeah. I think we should Correct. give certainly foreign players a little bit more time. I only moved for, from the north down south and that was hard enough. And then I moved back north yeah. and it's not but easy. You can imagine not being able to speak the language. Uh, unbelievable. Yes. Unbelievable. I've always said I take my hat off to, to foreign players that have come to England yeah. because I would have found it really, really hard. It is. It is, but again, when you get the help of the dressing room yeah. and the people working at the club, uh, you know, you, you don't feel let down, you feel supported. So you, you want to do well for the, for the team and for the club. So that, that was a massive help mm. also. You may recall that you joined us at the same time as a certain Mr. Bale Darren, yes. and, of course, uh, Darren Bent Darren as well. Darren Bent, yeah. of course, yes, yeah, yes. I can remember the photo shoot now. Yes, me And too. the media duties, and yes. uh, which you dodged all of them because you couldn't speak English. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, useless. But, I, I mean, thought that was because of his barnet then. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Did you have the blue kit on? Oh, wow. The blue kit. Was, did Bentley have the yellow one on? Yeah. Uh, Bentley. Ben, Bentley had I the think. yellow mansion. Uh, yes. Yeah, and, yellow, um, blue, and, and Gareth had the, the, the 125th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was it? Yeah, yeah, the blue. The blue one. Beautiful shirt. That one, yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. shirt. Beautiful I remember shirt. that picture. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Gareth was young. Yeah, very he was young. a teenager. Yeah. And Benty was scoring goals for fun for Charlton, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, well, you were both young. Were yes, both I mean, yeah, we were young. And Benty had been around for a bit longer. Yes, yeah, yeah. Benty at the time was more... The new number nine coming up yeah. for for England, I would say, uh, Gareth was the the little star of Southampton at the time, and you know he w how old was he at the time? Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was very young when he joined yes, Southampton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, but, but even yeah, at, at the time, I, I was like, yeah, that, that's a different world here. Mm. That's a different world because. I knew that Benty, uh, the season before, he, he was amazing with Charlton. I think he was golden boot in a team that got relegated, if I'm, yeah. Yeah. If I'm right. Yeah, 
Oh, he's great goals. Oh, he's yes. got some goals, yeah, yeah. 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 Can you remember your debut? Uh, yes. Uh, Sunderland. Roy Keane. Right? Roy Keane yeah. was in charge. Yeah. Of, of yes. Sunderland. Yeah. Did Sunderland. Chopper score in the 90th yes. minute? Uh, Last kick of the game. Yes. I remember and that game. I've learned a lot with that game because, again, I was like, where are you? Where are you? Stadium of Lights, 45,000 people. I thought, I thought, I said, that can't be the first game of the season. I mean, that should be, I don't know, you know, that winning title game is either us or them. That was unbelievable. And I think they scored uh, right at the end, I think, yeah, yeah. 90, 92nd minute or something yeah. like that. And when, when There's no you, worse feeling, by no, the way, is it? Terrible. As an away team, especially. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Um, just the stadium just went yeah they're loud. loud loud and yeah. to be honest I never experienced that before never because obviously the league in France is really good but I would say French people they're not football people they're more rugby people over here you understand straight away football especially going up well, up north yeah. you'd have known that day yeah. what it means right? 100% yeah. yeah but again I was now obviously 15, 16 years later, I can, I can probably say it, but I was not happy, but I've learned a lot from that game. Mm. It, it was uh, because I, I've learned a lot in terms of a game should be played. It's not 90 minutes, it's 95 minutes because the game was even, I would say, for 90 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, ball in behind. And was it Chopra? Cross, Chopra, Cro yeah, it, Chopra, yeah. yeah. And the, the how I felt, it, I felt really, yeah, I, I felt like um, like a scholar. You're learning, mm. you're learning. That's what happens if you switch off, basically. You can get done right at the end, which in France, 90 minutes, nil-nil. You can play for 10 more minutes, you will stay nil-nil. Yeah. <laughs> you will stay nil-nil. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, Keep ball possession, exactly. relax. Yeah. Nil exactly. nil, we go home. Exactly. Teams never let you rest in the exactly. Premier League, do they? Yeah, never. Two nil down with one minute to go. Correct. They're knocking on your door. Aren't e they? Exactly. Yeah. So um, yeah, learning process. Yeah. Going to say, Dawes, Eunice, throughout his Spurs career, is a ma there's, he's he's got big moments. Big moments, three in particular, and the first one comes pretty soon after that. Yes. In a, in a four-all draw against Aston Villa. Now, let me explain very quickly why this is such a big deal because it was our one-two-five anniversary yes. night. All the legends were at the game, weren't they? There was a big parade. The flags were out. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, we're losing 4-1. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bizarre, that game. You boys, though, you weren't going to lose that game, were you? No. No, no. And you equalised right yes. at the end. It was a big day for the club, obviously. Um, less for us new signings because obviously we... Because you're learning, Exactly, yeah, and yeah. we didn't know much about the history of the club also. But obviously, after the years, you understand more. And what I knew is we were losing 4-1 that day, and that's bad. Mm. That was really bad. Um, I think we it was 15 minutes left to go, mm. I think. Um, yeah, I remember Pascal scoring. Yeah. Kino scored Kino, one, two. and then... Yeah, and we were just pushing. We were just pushing right to the end. 
And again, this is where, as, as a centre-back, you know, that was back in October, I think? Yeah. October? Been, yeah. Yeah. yeah, October. So I was only there for a month, maybe. And I've learned, in the space of a month, I've learned a lot. The Sunderland game and also all the games that basically played the game until the end. Yeah. And we did. We did as a team. And yeah, I was lucky to score the, the fourth one, but it could have been anyone because with the pressure that we were putting in there, Villa couldn't resist. I remember the celebrations. I remember the so celebrations. Because yes. at 4-1, you look on now. We're all yeah. wearing this shirt. We've got all the ex-legends yeah. at the football club. Yes. And you think, oh, this is an absolute... You just don't want to let them down, do you? No, 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 definitely. Yeah. Have I you got still got five. the shirt? Yeah, some, yeah, yeah back, back in France. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. the boots. Yeah. You, have to keep, you have to keep that yes, shirt. Yes, yeah, no, yeah. I've got, I've got yeah. the shirt. I just remember uh, seeing the photo. I saw the photos yeah. not too long ago, Eunice, yeah. and you've jumped yes, right yeah. over there. I think you meant to jump on Martin, but you jumped over, over the top it. of yes, Martin yeah. and ended up in the bench and it's all chaos. Yes, yeah. it, I love it. I mean, it was a bit hot also for him at the time. <laughs> yeah. time, yeah. 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 You know, he was on the edge of you know the sack. And I really liked Martin because... He, he, I mean, he signed me, and um, yeah, it was just that moment, basically, coming back from nowhere, 4-4, 125th birthday of the club, uh, yeah. That season yes. ended very, very well. Very well. Uh, obviously, we Carabao won. Carabao Cup. Yeah, we won the, uh, yeah. I mean, and, yeah, you and you came on for, uh, for Robbie Keane. Uh, talk us through yes. that day and the build-up to, to the cup final. So, um, again... The, um, the the special day, uh, we were playing Chelsea. Obviously, they were the favourites. Uh, we were the underdogs. But uh, I don't know. Th there was a vibe that, yeah, we've got that. We've got that today. I mean, even if we were losing, but we just felt... I mean, I can't really remember the, um, you know, the day before, you know, before the game started. But what I remember is getting to Wembley, getting there, uh, the fans everywhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you just, you know, there's days like that, you just feel, yeah, that, that's how they... Uh, it was just, that was a, a strong team, a squad, a strong squad then, Eunice. I mean, yes. if you, you think of the team, Robbo, obviously, you two, Ledley. Ledley, uh, Woodgate. Woody, and then you've got JJ, you've got Car Berber, yeah. Kino. You've got, also. you've got you've got characters. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And I've, I remember speaking to JJ after the semi-final against the Arsenal, and he said the important thing, the attitude of that squad is we cannot lose this. Yeah. After beating Arsenal 5, mm -hmm. we can now not lose, we cannot lose this competition we have to win this this correct. is our time correct was that yeah no, is yeah, that right yeah, yeah? That's, yeah it's pretty much that it's pretty much that yeah. there's no point to win against arsenal 5-0 and then to get beat in the final you know against chelsea i mean that's a football game at the end of the day you can win or lose but again win win that game um even when we were i think we were one nil down yeah one, one nil down, one nil down. Scored yeah. The pen, yeah. yeah. We were in the game. Yeah. We we had chances. Yeah, yeah, we had chances. Uh, they scored. When they scored, I think, I th I thought Chelsea thought that's it. The game's over. Yeah. But this is where because we because that's what they did. Yes. Well, right. We we had a group, great great group though. The yes. mentality, the the friendships. Correct. The, yeah. Everything we had. I mean, you look at um, 
Tom Hood. Yeah. You look at Timu. Yes. You look yeah, at Azza. Yeah. You look yeah. at Didier. We look at Berber who Correct. came in the quality. Robbie from all the way through our spine. We had a gr- not just a, a one to eleven. That's we right. had a squad. Correct. Who were, were in it together. We Timu. Timu was a guy. Yeah. We had good friendship. Yes. Good mo- mo- morale. Definitely. It, it was, and we enjoyed it, didn't we? Brilliant. <laughs> Too brilliant. much, I think. Two one. Yeah. Two one. And. You know, this is where I've realized how much it meant for the club mm. to win, to win that uh, you know a trophy. How much, is it, how special was it for you to win a, a trophy at Wembley as well? I mean, you'd well, you'd won a trophy as a as a young yeah, man in France, but well, this is Wembley Stadium, you, and you've got that medal I mean, around your neck. Wembley is a special place. Yeah. Uh, it, it's um, you know, it's a place where obviously growing up, we we know about Wembley. That's that's the home of football. You know, worldwide, the home of football was Wembley or the Maracana in the, in Brazil. Uh, I, I was gutted when they got rid of the old Wembley, you know, but um, it is what it is. But yeah, to win a trophy there, uh, it was just amazing. But for me again, I mean, for someone like those, it probably meant way more because he knew the importance of winning a, a trophy for, for Spurs at the time. Uh, I, that was my first season, and two seasons ago, I won the French Cup. Yeah. With uh, so Oxair. you're thinking this is oh this is what happens. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. But then when I from there, I think that's my last <laughs> trophy. <laughs> I realized it's not easy, mate. Yeah, it's, it's not, not easy. easy. I thought that it would it would you know I would have time to win more trophies, mm. you know, during my career. But this is where I realized that how hard it is to to win something. Um, but yeah, that that was a that was a great moment for for the squad, for the club, for the fans. It was just uh, it was just brilliant. We brilliant. enjoyed ourselves. Yeah. What was he like to yeah. play with? Brilliant. Those is simple. He's someone that w- when you come across him, he makes you comfy. He's sharing basically. He's not just for himself. He wants you to be calm. You know, like he he will take on him. Basically, he will guide you. And that's the reason why he was the captain of this club for such a long time. And the clubs that he went after, he was the captain. There's no surprise because of the man he is. And obviously, the footballer he is. You got him. I'll pay him later. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, got, you, got, you got Dawes and Ledley. I mean, what a, yes. what a pair I w- of I was lucky. I was lucky because, again, uh, Dawes is uh, three years older than me. And at the time, he was also young. Uh, Ledley was, uh, he had more experience, yeah. obviously, he, was, uh, he had some journey, yeah. you know, with behind him, yeah. you know, with the yeah. club. Yeah. Um, so, those was just, you know, just behind in terms of experience and leadership, you know, to me at the time was Ledley, those Kino, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of leadership of, of the team, even if uh, those was uh, young at the time, but he had everything as a, as a captain as a leader for the for the squad so to be as a as a center back to be with those guys at the time that really helped me a lot to establish myself in this league i remember injuries starting to catch up with you or yes. starting to affect you around that sort of time you just, i mean they can't i mean we just mentioned Neddy. there can't be anything worse than when you're you know you're building yourself up as a center back in england to not be able to do that through no fault of your own, through an injury. Yes, yeah. I mean, so frustrating. There, there's many ways of uh, looking at it. Obviously, injuries are part of yeah. a footballer. 
you have to take it. You have to take the good and the bad. It is what it is. Uh, those who know that, um, there's nothing to do about that. But how can you minimize injuries also is by looking after yourself also. Mm -hmm. At the time, you know, I was living by myself. Uh, you know, maybe I was not eating properly also. Maybe. I don't know. You know, I'm just questioning. Uh, because, and again, when you're injured, how are you going to come back? Mm -hmm. Are you going to come back the same as you were before? Or better? Or, you know, weaker, let's say. And that, that's always a challenge. That's always a, ch a challenge. So for, for an athlete, is there's nothing worse than injuries. That's poison to us. So you, had, you had some bad injuries as well with the yes. knee, Eunice. Yeah. Yes. Um, again, how, are the, how are they now? WD, Managing? WD-40 every morning. <laughs> Shot, I think, is yeah. what he said no, to that, me not too long ago. Yes. I mean, look, we, we speak about Ledley. We both, we both love yes. him. We, re we realise how, how much it helped us both. Yeah. But you see what he's had after football. Yeah. That you know, If I was to go for a kick around now, I saw... I saw uh, yeah. the staff upstairs and asked me if I wanted to go out and train. I said I could do 10 minutes, but after that, I'd be knackered. Yeah. Uh, but I could still go out and play. Yes. My body's not, like, I'm, I'm damaged as in, and that, a lot of players are. That, so I'm the same, and we, we're lucky. Mm. After everything that we experienced for 15 years. 20 know, years, probably. Yes. Yeah. And to be able to have a kick about sometimes, yeah. like we did, you know, for, yeah. for Dukes, Dukes in uh, back in June for yeah. the charity, brilliant day. You know, we were quite mobile. Yeah. Uh, that's less the case for others. Some, some mm. players, yes. yeah. It's so I'm grateful that I'm still able to do some bits, do some football, do some tennis, uh, any sports, and obviously playing with my kids also. Yeah. So well, that's important. That's thing. very mm. important. Because uh, otherwise, my son would say, yeah, you're just useless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what have you made me for? You can't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> So no, yeah, you're right though. So, I mean, you know, Touchwood, okay. we we lucky, we lucky. Um, we suffered all, obviously while we were playing with injuries, but now we're more relaxed. Good. So it wasn't too long after that that you uh, you went down to to Pompey. Correct. How was it down there? Yes, brilliant, brilliant. Um, Portsmouth. Um, it was tough for me. Because obviously, when I first came in 2007, I think I signed a four or five years contract at the time, and I left after one season. Mm. So for me, it was purely a disappointment, but for the good, for the good, for many aspects, for all the aspects that I was saying earlier, the culture, the language, the pace of the Premier League. Uh, I needed to establish myself as a proper centre-back, and I had everything to learn about the Premier League. Um, so I think it was good for me to step away from the club and go and learn even more in a shadow. So I, I was there with uh, Harry, uh, brilliant manager, again, brilliant manager. He was the manager saying, this is what I want from you. This is what I don't want from you. It's clear. So that was perfect. And again, there I was with uh, Saul Campbell, uh, Glenn Johnson, uh, David James. So we've like big... Put together a good squad there. Yes. Yeah. So with what I had at Tottenham, with those, Ledley, uh, Robbie Keane, Berbatov, um, Timu Tainio at the time, because 
he was at uh, Auxerre also. So yeah. when I was in the academy there, he was the first in player. So I was looking up, at, you know, really high on him. And then going to Portsmouth to be with players like that, I, I said to myself, yeah, uh, now if you, it's a hit or miss. It's either you cope and you learn and you do well, or otherwise there's no point for you to stay in this league. So when I got there, uh, again, uh, great club, great family club. Mm. I mean, the fans, just amazing. Uh, the squad at the time, you know. Yeah, it's also yeah. correct. She was down there. Was Jermaine yeah, Defoe was yeah, down some there. Team. Was, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, team. Really good team. Um, and we we played the we played the UEFA Cup also mm. at the time there. So um, yeah, I, I've learned a lot. Certain and mm. also one of the coaches that had Tony Adams. I know that won't please you know the, the yeah. Spurs fans, but you know when you have uh, someone like him, you know as a, as an assistant coach also, it helps. It helps because uh, again he was uh, he was in the continuity of uh, Harry. Mm. How you wanted that from you as a centre back, and then you had. Tony Adams, you had Saul Campbell. You know, you have to learn in that situation, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. to be fair, you know, with uh, the desire, dedication, uh, I've stepped in, and um, yeah, he, he, you know, things work quite well for me there. Wasn't long before you were back. Yes. That that yeah. was credit to him, though, Marzi, because how good you were at Bobby. Ha Harry wanted. Yeah. I thought you were brilliant. What was it like to come back? What was the reaction? Did you have to think about it? I mean, because you, you know yes. the, old, the old saying is never go back, isn't it? Yes, so did, true, did true. I mean, again, that, I think that's destiny. I think that's destiny. When, uh, when I got the call saying that, would you go back? I was like, I'm not in the mood to joke. <laughs> yeah. So... Doors, what was it like when he walked back through the door? Oh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. He's, I mean, you look at him, the smile on his face. We had, we had some good fun. And he, yeah. he came back a different player. Yes, that's true. More experienced, older, that's wiser, true. working with Harry. I that's think he, he spoke about it. You gain experience Correct. as a centre-half the longer you're in the game. 100%. 100%. And th that's, that's the reason why when I got the call back, I felt that I had... Um, an unfinished business at Tottenham. Yeah. And now it was time that I feel that I understand why some were upset with me, you know, within my first spell. Because, simply because maybe I was not, I was not ready for the Premier League. But now I am. So, yeah, I take it. I come back. I come back. And then, then again, <laughs> See those, <laughs> um, all all of the boys like nothing changed. Yeah, yeah. Basically, that must have been lovely. Yeah, that's yeah. that was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I mean, I was lucky, happy, grateful to walk in into a dressing room where I knew all the players, and they knew me also. So it was it was almost like we. It was easy for you. Uh, very easy. A lot easier. Very for the easy. First yeah, time exactly. Round. I mean, even you, uh, you man, was. I mean, I was still know, here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Stop, but it's true because you coming back to the club, and, but you know everybody. Mm. So there's no, there's no. We're not talking about time of adaptation, you know, stuff like that. No, you know everyone, and and then, yeah, it, it was uh, back home basically. So this is now Eunice Cabal moment number two. <laughs> 
Which one? <laughs> Manchester City. Yes. Manchester yes. City away. And Eunice yes. plays a huge role in what is still, and I will always say, is one of the most important goals the club has ever scored because it gets us in the Champions League. Yeah. Tell us what you remember. I'll have a sip of water. <laughs> I'll tell you what he was doing. <laughs> marauding down that right wing he was. Marauding. He was going back to when he was Hawks there, being yes. a number he eight. Was. He, he was, was playing at right back. To be fair, Harry, um, again, he, he had an eye. I mean, he had a different eye. He, he was playing me sometimes as a right back uh, down at Pompey. Um, I, to start with, I was like, yeah, I mean, that's, I'm not right back. But yeah, he can do that job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he was right. He was, I was enjoying myself as a right back. I, would, I had basically, you know, like no pressure of, you know, obviously positioning, but I could attack. Mm. And this is what I, I liked. And now I could take the ball and go down, you know, on the, on the flank and attack it and then cross, so cross that, that's a different, obviously, it became better, you know, like with the time. But yeah, I scored, I scored some good goals also as a, as a right back. And then, um, yeah, uh, I, I think Harry at the time, he, he's clever. He's clever. And again, he's, he stinks experience. Yeah. He stinks experience, yeah. really. Yeah. He put in me, I think, as a right back at the time to take pressure off me and leave the, you know, the big boys, you know, like the likes of Saul, you had Sylvain Distin at the time, you know, there. Sometimes he used to put me uh, uh, as, a, as a center back, sometimes as a, as a right back. It was just to, yeah, you're a center back, but you can also do a job as a right back. So, and again, for that game against City, great game. But- Incredible game. Yes, but again, on the pitch, I knew that we would go through. I mean, I knew we that were, we would win. But you can't we remember who was playing against that night as well. Was it Rabinho or Bellamy? Yeah, Bellamy. Bellamy was playing yeah. on that side. Yes. It was like, and he never got a kick no. because his athleticism, we were really good. his power, his strength, so, didn't realise he could run, run forward and whip that ball and, and crouch, he'd get on the end of it. <laughs> that's man. it, yeah. And obviously I had Azza uh, in front of me as a, as, a right, uh, as a right wing. So, I mean, I was quite quick. He was super quick. <laughs> So it was almost sometimes we couldn't understand each other because he was going, I was going. <laughs> <laughs> but for the good, do you know why? Because obviously that pushed the winger to defend us. Yeah. So they were struggling to attack. So I was like, I mean, I always think that the best approach of the game is to, is to attack, you know, as a try and attack because that will, you will make your winger defend you. So this is what I kept doing you know uh, throughout the game is just attacking but also I could uh, I could feel the mentality of the city players they were not at it at mm. all you could tell basically the, you could tell that they didn't know the importance of that game mm. but we knew yeah they didn't and I think that's that's the reason why we we won that game so you all knew what was on that game oh yeah when Crouchy head is hits the back of the net, yeah. you were over the right-hand side. Crouch, he scored all those goals, and every time I've spoken to him, he says the support in that away end that night, oh, he yeah. said the reaction to that goal was as good a reaction to a goal yes, yeah. he's ever seen, and you all ran round there in front, front of him. That Unbelievable. Must, what a moment, right? Unbelievable. Because, uh, again, obviously, like I said, we knew the importance of that game, but the fans too. The fans too. 
So that's why they, they turn up in numbers and loud. And yeah, when, uh, when Crouchy scored that header, that was and straight away, that's it, we're in, Champions League. Even at the time, we still had a, uh, a game, you know, like um, a we playoff. Had Burnley. Yeah, yeah. We, had Bur we had Burnley, Burnley on, the, on the Sunday and yeah. then we had a yeah. playoff. But win that, <laughs> win that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the playoff. But we, win that game at City, we were, we were... We'll enjoy it. We'll enjoy it, yeah. And, yeah, great moment for, the, for everyone, for the club. And that you put back, I mean, you put Tottenham now with the, the best in Europe. Yeah. Champions League. Yeah. So, there we go. Oh, and didn't we enjoy that? Oh, yes. Hey? Yeah. What were you, I mean, the squad that Harry was building here at the time. I mean, you've got Luca. You've come back in. Dawes is here. Ledley's still here. Mm -hmm. Then he brings Jermaine back in and he's got Crouchy. Then yeah. Rafa van der Vaart turns up. No, no. Gareth Bale is now yes. turning into a superstar. Yeah. No, no. Uh, that was a serious team. Mm. Serious squad, I would say. Top players, top guys, uh, top manager. So now we've got everything to basically perform. Um, and... I think we've done that. I've, I think that group of players, we can be called, they like the word here, legends. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah, the reason why is because... Quarterfinals of the Champions League at your first attempt. Exactly. And before that, Tottenham was Europa League. Europa League. And now we, went, we took that extra step. And I think we, we took responsibility of that. And we, like you said, we had a good run. We went all the way to, to the quarterfinal. I think we lost against Madrid yeah, at the Madrid, time. Madrid, yeah. Um, great, just great. But again, we had a strong squad. Not just good footballers, but good men. And that journey had started, though. I look back to, to when probably 2005, when I, I, I signed yeah. in, in yeah, January. Then, and then yeah. the summer came, Tom Huddleston came, yes. Aaron Lennon came. Uh, we brought Wayne Routledge in. We, yeah. The club was looking at yeah. younger players. How do we bring them through and then we get there in 2009-10 and you think all that hard work from Martin to, to yes. Harry we've got there of, yeah. of, of, to where we are today. Exactly, 100%. And how long, how long that took since you came? Because you came uh, back in so 2005. Five years, yeah. And he took yeah. what, five years? It's four or five years, yeah. That's not yeah. a lot. We are, well, it was, it was instant the, the year my end of five, six we missed out on Champions yeah. League. With, with the last day to, yes. to Arsenal. So we were in the U Europa League. We, we had some good journeys yeah. in them. And yes. uh, yeah. we did. We, that group built together and we, and we made tweaks. The core of that Eunice, group. Bringing, yeah. bringing yeah. people in like but Rafa and Luca a little bit later on. But yeah. that spine of the team with Ledley and JJ and Tom Hood and Aaron and Robbie, JD, yes. Crouchy. Yes. And you said, yeah. oh, loads of players. Of we, it was collectively yeah. not a 12 or 13 man squad. No. No. There was probably 18 of yes, us. Of course, and, yeah. and then you have Woody coming in there and yeah. Bence came in. Well, Bence is still missing since he soaked Harry, but there we go. Well, <laughs> let's, let's go back to that incident, shall we? We, uh, we, we talk about squad. We never met ben, Benoit then and Gaz. Who, who were you closest to in, in the dressing room? Who did you spend time away from the, the training pitch with? Mm, outside the pitch? Mm. It was more Abu Dhabi from Arsenal, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> We caught in that. I have to be honest. I I'm an honest man. I I'm telling you. I think we've all realised you. This so is honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
Right, let's get to onto his third now. Uh, what yeah, did he say no. when you scored that goal at the Emirates? <laughs> Take that! No, I'm just going back to uh, you know the, my relationship with the with the Spurs fans. Overall, great, yeah. uh, great overall. But um, more than that, I was really happy to show them uh, you know my two faces, which the, my first spell and the second one. Mm. And um, I, I just hope that they they enjoyed me to the club. Uh, and I want them to know that I always try to represent the club the best I could by my performance, by my work weight. Uh, I never cheated, you know, on the pitch. I gave it all. Thank you very much. That's it. Eunice Kabul moment number three. The Emirates Stadium, yes. November 2010. Yes. What a game. Oh, this was magnificent. What a game. So, 2 nil down, of course. Yes. And, uh, and then you flicked in the winner right near the end so yeah. but that team had that character had the players to be able to do that a lot i mean i've been i've seen spurs teams go 2-0 down there and you're not thinking you're going to come back yeah. put it that way 2-0 down as soon as gareth scored i'm thinking right it's on yeah what were you thinking so again the the game started really in a in a strange way we were not bad and we were losing 2-0 and I, I still remember walking, so the ref whistled half-time. I remember walking towards the, the tunnel to go in the dressing room. And still while on the pitch, walking towards the tunnel, I can see Arsenal players laughing. That would wind you up a little bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I said, you guys are dead. You're dead. So, okay, then you had the second part where we were in the dressing room, so we had the first five minutes for ourselves. Uh, Harry didn't speak a word for you know the first five minutes. So we had the chat between ourselves and then Harry took, uh, took charge. And he, he battered us. You know, he was saying that basically, you're not playing the game. You might as well stay, stay in, inside and give them the game. So he obviously he was waiting for a reaction. Second half, we've done that. We've done that. I think, uh, who scored the first one? Gareth. Gareth. Then uh, Rafa penalty. Then Rafa penalty. And then I scored the, the third one. But again, you know, it, it's all about feelings. You, you feel those moments. W when, when, the, when the ref, we saw the halftime and I can see the Arsenal boys, you know, not, you know, but smirking, you know, like between them, you know. Do you take that into the dressing room, yeah, by the way? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, they're taking the mick out there. So, but, it, you know, it's pride. You know, it's pride, basically. It, it, it's like, you pinch me, I will pinch you twice. So we went back uh, to the pitch and, um, and yeah, and this is where I realized, again, going back when I first came to Tottenham in 2007, now I understand how much, in, how much it, it means for, for the club, for the fans, for everybody. I understand now. And yes, I can, now I can feel, yeah, what is Tottenham, basically. And this is Tottenham. Yeah. I bet that's a goal that most fans talk to you about, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, every, yeah. Everywhere. You'll you, never, yeah. that will never be forgotten. No, ever. never. Everywhere you go, you, you know, like, obviously you've got the fans remind you. <laughs> I'm lucky not to, not to have scored a non goal on that. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. you wouldn't have been still living around there, you know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, it's uh, it's always nice. It's always nice, and um, and and what was nice also is um, Tim Sherwood was there. Uh, I think he, yeah, he was yeah, he, yeah, he was in the, in the staff, and uh, he said that the last time that Tottenham beat Arsenal at Arsenal, he was in the team. Wow, that was a long yeah, time. I yeah, I think Tim Sherwood yeah. was in the team. So th you know that I, I thought it was nice that he was here, also. Um, yeah, and uh, my dad was here too, at the Emirates on that day. So it was yeah, it was a brilliant day. Brilliant. Well, after scoring that goal in the North London derby, you got the recognition from your from your national team, France. Yes. Getting called up, that must have been a yes. proud, proud moment. Oh yes, yes. That um, that was uh, the cherry on the cake, obviously. Um, and you scored? No, 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 right. no, no, no. And dreaming uh, about that? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, for my first cap, yeah. Because uh, my first called up, uh, I didn't play. I was on the bench, and it was here at Wembley against England. We won two 0 Can't remember. It must be wrong. <laughs> it must be wrong again. I think. And uh, he's making yeah. a lot of scores <laughs> up, isn't he? <laughs> but that that was uh, that was a great moment because again, first called up against who? England. Where at Wembley? Beautiful. Happy man. Happy man. Um, again, this is where also you realise, you know, obviously. That, that's a job, but that, that's more than a job. I mean, you when you look back, and I'm sure those is the same, you know, sometimes you're sitting down like that on the sofa and you're thinking as a team and individually what you've done for the teams that you played, for your national team, you, you're happy. You're happy with yourself and you're happy also with, you know, you've played with top players, you had top managers and you had unbelievable moments you had tough moments but I guess you know that's life also you know you have good moments bad moments but football is all about emotions adrenaline emotions what you can give the, to people and what people can give you what you can do on the pitch with the help of your teammates with your you know your quality your strength and it's just it's something that those who know better than me when you stop football Nothing can match the the feeling that you had as a as a footballer. Nothing, nothing at all. Because the emotions, adrenaline that you you had, it, it was just uh, yeah over the roof. I missed Amazing. it till till, yeah, you, course, till yeah. we interviewed you today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken over, my friend. He's yeah. perfect. He's brilliant. <laughs> so the fi the final part of your story here, Eunice. Mm -hmm. Michael's now gone. Mm -hmm. He's gone to Hull, but it involves you wearing a captain's armband, which I know was a very proud moment for you because yes. I, I spoke to you at the time. It was. It was. Um, again, uh, I, I was myself uh, a, a leader, um, especially, you know, like, you know, um, growing over the years. Uh, I was a captain uh, for the other 21s back in the day. Um, with uh, the, the French national team on the 16, 17, 18, 19 also. And obviously when I first came here, uh, Lidley was the captain, then Dose was the captain. So I, I knew how they were conducted themselves, you know, as, as captains. And I just tried to, to do the same. Obviously it didn't last for long, for, <laughs> for a season, but 
it was uh, I was proud to to be a, to captain this uh, this football club for sure. Yeah. How did it feel for you, Dawes? Similar, similar to, to wear that armband. I mean, you wore the armband at the San Siro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure, that, I mean, yeah. that's as that's as good it gets, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, look, it's a it's a proud moment, captain any team and leading your yes. your troops out. Yeah. That's what you are. And and I always say, I definitely wasn't the best player in, in the dressing room. But what you can do as a captain is you try and lead by example. 100%. On and off. 100%. I mean, I was I was pretty loud. Ledley was pretty quiet, wasn't he? He yes. wasn't one of the vocal ones. Yeah. But it made no difference if you had an armband on or not. You wouldn't do anything different, but it is proud. And I still, you, you talk about the San Siro, I still see that picture. Yeah. Now, uh, where you've got the, the players that I said that are in the team, yeah. it's phenomenal. And it, it, it's a proud moment to, to captain any team. And, yeah. and that's probably recognition from the manager. Yes. The players respect you and all those kind of things. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it's certainly an honour. 100%. So eventually, I mean, you go up, eventually leave us. Mm -hmm. You played almost 150 times for us in all comps. Then you go up to Sunderland, then Watford. But, I mean, I spoke to you recently. By now, the knee injuries are getting a, yes, are yes. Getting a bit too much, right? Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's an end to, to everything. Um, then, obviously, yeah, after Tottenham, I went to Sunderland. Again, unbelievable experience over yeah. there. Um, amazing club, amazing fans. Um, we escaped the relegation, you know, right to the end. Um, unbelievable. Emotions over there also, over the roof. Uh, then um, I came back uh, here to uh, Watford. Okay, was fine. I haven't got much to say about Watford, but then uh, then I decided to stop because yeah, knees, uh, hamstrings. You know, you, you then when you look at your watch, it's about time. It's about time. That's you know. tough. I mean, you had yeah. a good career, so maybe it wasn't as you? tough. How old I, were was, you? Uh, I was still, you know, I was 33, I think. Wow. Yeah, 33. W were you ready to retire? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah you yeah. mentally were ready? Yeah, mentally, yeah. I was mentally ready, but again, um, when you're ready and when it actually happens, it, it's two different things. Mm. Huh? You know, like, like I say, for a footballer, when he stops, you take a slap anyway. Mm. You take a slap because everything changes. Just... Now, all of a sudden, you've got time. But then July comes. Normally, July, you come back for pre-season. You're still on holiday. So it's a bit strange to adapt to, to that new, new routine, I would say, to that new life. But I think, you obviously, you, it's, um, you have to prepare your retirement. You cannot just stop and then say, oh, what am I going to do? No. You say... You know when you will stop. You know you will. You you won't know. Say for example, last last game of the season, and then after the, after the game, you like yeah, I'm quitting. No, you know before. Mm. You, you, I mean, you know the probably a season or maybe sometimes maybe two seasons before that, I will give another two, and that would be me. So um, I was prepared, but um, it, it was tough. I have to say it was tough because your body is still full of adrenaline. But you've got nowhere to to discharge that, basically. Nowhere. Uh, you said something very similar, Dawes, when you retired. When I spoke to him, when you retired, you said, "Oh, it's difficult, isn't it?" It, it's it is. Knowing the, knowing the time. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I was I was 37, and I was I'd had the year where I thought I didn't play, so I was in the mindset. Mm -hmm. But then you say, "Right, I'm going to do it," and then it finally comes, and like you said, pre-season, and then even 
even now I'm two years retired and, and it's, it's still hard at times. You think, look, you're, you're at home all the time. I've been watching the, the Tyson Fury, Fury documentary and it's the same. Yes. You've, yeah. you've been in a structure, you've been Correct. told where to be. I see the guys out there training now. What time? And you think it's nice for a little while, yes. but then the structure in your life where you're home and the kids and you, you're being a taxi taxi yes. man now yeah. and all these kind of, of things. Three kids, Eunice. Three kids. Three kids. They're driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but what's, yeah. what's, what's next for Eunice Kabul? Next, okay, next. Uh, what are you I'm doing do with yourself? Yeah, then? I'm doing my budgies. I'm, I'm Very doing, good. Yeah, I'm doing my budgies. Um, I want to step in and test myself as a, as a coach manager. That's brilliant. Yeah, so yeah. I'm actually at Luton doing that on the 14th. I really enjoyed it. And I want to say thank you also to, to that club to open the door for me also because... I think it's the right place for me to, to learn. Uh, great people there also. So I've got a good squad. Uh, they're learning from me, but I'm learning from them. And I've told them that. Uh, I'm very transparent. I've told them that obviously I'm your coach, but I've got a lot to learn from you too. So I help you, you help me. So but isn't it great that you started where they, they are now? You, those. Those players in your under fourteen team, yeah, that was you, going back. Uh, exactly. So that this this is what I said to them. Um, I still remember clearly when I was your age, clearly that was like yesterday. And I, I always tell them that you guys obviously still young, but you need to start thinking like a grown up, because before you turn eighteen, that's around the corner. That that's only four years away. Four years goes quickly. So realize that you are in an academy system and you cannot really function as a normal 14-year-old boy outside of this building. You need to grow up quicker. You need to mature quicker. Uh, and when you come here, you need to be ready to train properly, be focused, concentrated, and, and learn, basically. Practice. And then, obviously, you, you have the test on, on the weekend, Sunday, with the game. And yeah, basically you're in a you're in a competition. So for the next four five years, you can probably start to make you know a living, you know, because football is a job. So you know, I always tell them football is a job. It's not a passion. Obviously, at your age, yes, still, but down the line, it's a job. So you're here to prepare your your job, hopefully. Eunice, we wish you luck. Thank you. One day. Thank you. Where we'll see you managing Miles here. Yeah? <laughs> you just I never know. I'd love to see that. That sounds unbelievable. Love to see for, that. For, for the younger and next generation of, of Luton. I just academy to say, you guys, you guys have just got, you got, you got guys who've got so much to give. That's the thing. That, exactly, Miles. I mean, Dawes also, I know that Dawes also, he's done, he's done the, his, uh, his license. I mean, someone like Dawes walking into a dressing room, you know, like in an academy or even Premier League or Championship. And you have a player who had God knows how many games in the Premier League, uh, Euro European games, Champions League, Europa League, uh, national teams. I mean, you be, you be stupid not to take on board what basically what we're saying and what we're doing on the pitch, mm -hmm. because that's the way. Are you ready or not? And that's football. I mean, you know, you need to realize that. You working with people, today is you, but yesterday was me. Yeah. And so take that on board, basically. And yeah, someone like those, me, whoever played the game for 
a certain amount of years. I'm not saying that someone who never played cannot uh, give something to, to a team. I'm not saying that. But on the football pitch, we are here. We share that for free because we don't know otherwise. And uh, because someone done that to us at the time. So we are trained to do the same now. Well, we have Eunice, absolute legend. Great to catch up with you. Pleasure. Great Thank to you have guys. an insight from that young boy, Auxerre, growing yes. up in France yeah. to where we are today. But we're not letting you go yet. We've got seven quick fire questions. Are you ready? Let's go. What's your favourite piece of football memorabilia that you own? Might be a shirt. It might be something yeah, completely thinking, different. Uh, you said quick. Did I'm you keep? Quick. Did you keep everything? Did you keep? No, shirts? I, I'm not. I'm not um, shirt swapper. No, but I'm, you did keep that one two five one. Yes, my mom. Yeah, my, yeah. That, that's with my mom. But I've never been uh, sentimental mm. with uh, stuff like that. I'm. I'm more of a person who live the moment. Okay. And then I move on. Yeah. Uh, I just. Feel Any that shirts? Did you swap shirts? With yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I've got. I've Best shirt you've got then. Don't say Abu Dhabi. <laughs> no, <I'm good>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can feel an asshole team with the shirt. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, I would say, oh, I don't got nose, honestly. Benzema thing? Oh, very yeah, good. Yeah, 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 decent. Top of my head. Like decent. It. Okay. Of all the kits you wore for us, your favourite Spurs kit. You had some nice ones. Yes. Um, the, um, the kid that took us to the Champions League. Yeah. yeah the one. yellow, yeah, two, uh, 2010. Yellow yeah. Round yeah, net, yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lovely. Favourite Spurs player you played with? There's loads. Those, you can't ask me that. We can't. Well, we don't mess around here, you. <laughs> right? You can't ask me that. Okay. I will share something quickly. Uh, when I first came in, I was watching a player how he was training because I was really uh, shocked, surprised by his work rate in a gym, on the pitch. After training, he would stay another, some, not every time, but sometimes he would stay for an, an extra 20 minutes to do like shooting, stuff like that. German Defoe. I thought Jermaine was the best trainer. Uh, I was lucky also to play twice with him at yeah. Tottenham. I played yeah. at Portsmouth with him. I played at Sunderland. Mm. So I've, I've done, I don't know, thousands of sessions mm. with him. Uh, I never saw him here, there. I always saw him here, all the time. Top, top, top. Um, so he's one of them. But, but yeah, I, I would say, I would say Modric. Yeah, just by how easy he yeah. was yeah. Uh, on the pitch. Uh, yeah, he was like um, yeah, like a musician, basically. He was making us playing well. Uh, if he was like a bit less good, he we would not be great. So, yeah, no, I would say Modric. Okay, you can pick a five-a-side team. Dos, myself, <laughs> oh, not Luca. They're not scoring any goals ag yeah. against you. Ah. You're not conceding any. Do you think marauding... Marauding fullback or a yeah. number eight? I'm thinking, I'm thinking you two as centre backs <laughs> in a five-a-side team. Yeah, we still mobile. Only, you won't even be able to see the goal. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we still. Yeah, but at least we won't concede. <laughs> All right, Dosh, Eunice, Modric. Did you Modric, say? Yeah, uh, you JD. Need, 
JD, right? Yeah, I would have played with the goalkeeper. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> Brad Friedel. What piece of advice, life's advice, would you give to anyone? Doesn't have to be football related. It could be to yes, anyone. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, look after yourself. Be healthy, and whatever you do, do it hundred percent. Like it, yeah. Eunice. Who would be your unsung hero at Spurs? Now, this could be a player who maybe didn't get the credit he deserves. Um, it could be someone behind the scenes. Who was your Who was your unsung hero here? Steve Jukesy. Jukesy. <laughs> the kit man. Steve Jukesy, oh, the kit man. Yes. What a legend. Um, purely, I mean, I mean, he, 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 I say him, but yeah, because, you know, the, for everything he's done over the years and still doing now, yeah, sorting yeah. all the kits, obviously he's got help, but, I mean, that guy, he's just sorting everything for the equipments, you know, for the club. And yeah, uh, you know something. You know, obviously, I know exactly where I'm coming from. You know, from a, a really modest family. So his job, I, I really understand what it is. I think you realise the love he, he's got from all the ex-pros yes. when, when we all Correct. turned up for the charity and what he went Correct. through. Yeah. Yes, uh, with his dad. Yes, and um, yeah, he's just uh, just great. Just great. Last one, in your opinion. Who is the greatest ever Spurs player? Ever. Ever. Those don't don't ask me that, please. <laughs> ever. I mean, this club has been blessed yes. with yeah, yeah, absolute yeah, yeah, yeah. legends. I mean, as players, that players you like, played with, could, yeah, players could, we played could, with, would be in that argument. Yeah, definitely. I don't want to. I don't, I don't. Basically, I don't want to give you a, a player of, of back in the day. I want to give you a player that we played with. Yeah, that, yeah. that's that's, that's, that's to, your to opinion. But they were they said. they would be in the argument anyway. Yes, I can reel off loads of players who would be in the argument to be our better. Ledley, Luka Modric, yes. Gareth Bale, Gaza, Harry yes. Harry Kane, Hoddle. Yeah, but they're all in the. I mean, they're, they're all in the argument. Yeah, I know the legends. Yeah, Paul Gascoigne. Yeah, uh, Glenn yeah. Hoddle. But again, I haven't watched them. Yeah, no. That, well, yeah. So you can only make this decision on yeah, what you on, know. On it's the one that your, yeah. I would say Berber. Berber. Really? Yeah. I would say Berber. Yeah. He was a special yes. player. Yeah, right? Berber was special. Berber was special. Um, the club always, honestly, yeah. they just when we signed Rafa. I mean, myself yes. growing up with Ginola, Gaza. Yeah. Was was one of my idols. I just loved the way. Yeah. Yeah, incredible player. Glance past players. There's, there's so many. There's no right or wrong answer yeah, there. Exactly. It's, that it's all about your it's opinion when you were yeah. there. Uh, it's of opinion. course, yeah. But on top of my head now, yeah. It's hard when you're not ready. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Berber. And uh, you're under pressure. <laughs> Eunice, once again, thank you so much, mate. Thanks, to Eunice, you, yes. my friend. Thank well you, those. Thanks for the invite. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's lovely to see you. Thank again, you for mate. the years. Uh, I always enjoy playing with you. Uh, we never played against. I don't think. Watford. I was Did at you? Hull. Did we? And you nearly scored after about two minutes. Really? Yeah, you beat us. I think I scored an own goal. And do you know what? I didn't score many no own goals. No wonder he kept know. it quiet. I didn't score many own goals against. Really? Like, in my career, I didn't score that, that many own goals or give that many opponents. 2000. Away. Vicarage Road at. 17, 18? 16, 17, maybe? Could have been 16, 17. Yeah, 16, yeah. 17. Okay. 14, 15. 
15, 16, 16, Yes, 17, I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. I think, I, think, yeah, I think I was picking you up when you, you headed one against yeah. the post after about two minutes. I went, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but no, we had... Again, again, obviously, when we were playing together, uh, he was playing right centre-back. I played left centre-back. That, that's the first code. He knows and I know. Um, I know that those... I, I know exactly what he wants. And he knows exactly what, he want, uh, what I want. So... We had um, you know, habits, you know, easy on the pitch to, you know, cover me, I cover you, you know, like, we obviously we were talking a lot, a lot of communications, but th there was a, a lot of habits between us and not just those with, with uh, Ledley, Seb, You make relationships, don't you, with, with, with the players yeah. you play closest and to? Again, I, I want to say that obviously we were in competition together yeah. for many years, but for the good. For the good. It was a healthy competition. It was purely, I lift you up, you lift me up. And whoever plays, good luck. Yeah. And it was always the case with those, Ledley, uh, William Gallas at the time, yeah. Seb Basson. Woody. It was, uh, yeah, Woody. Woody. Yeah. It was a healthy competition. Yeah. And that's <coughs> the reason why we were, I think... The results are there on the table, yeah. man. Exactly. It's yeah. true. Exactly. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. So thank, thank you, you very much. much. Thank you. Great to see you. Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.